That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Alienation, the newcomer podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always is my brother, Michael. Hello, everybody. Today we're discussing the third TV movie, part one of Millennium. It originally aired on January 2nd, 1996. It's directed and written by Kenneth Johnson. We have our episode summary. Matt and George respond to a jumper and find themselves investigating the disappearance of several people from all walks of life. The case turns personal when a member of the Francisco family turns up missing. Emily looks for ways to impress a boy from her class and finds herself in a dangerous situation. Ah, Matt, you're always so impatient when it comes to new technology. Wonderful. I like pencils, George. Me, 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 me too, detective. It just takes an acclamation. Now watch how fast my new mouse tail works. Just touch the screen a couple of times and, uh, viola. Viola. Everybody's in such a hurry. I mean, things should take their own good time. Give me your shirt and I'll clean out the salsa. I'm wearing it, Albert. Oh. I'm telling you, Matt. Albert could do it. It's fun, too. Sorry, I'm not a space cadet, but not all of us just blew in from androgynate. Andromeda. You know, most of us were raised here. Well, it hasn't helped you pass the detective class two test. Hey, let me tell you something. That stupid test was written by a Hispanic, a black, and an Asian. And two of them were women. A white male like me has got it stacked against him. Well, I didn't have any trouble passing it, and no Tinktonese Americans helped write it. Tinktonese Americans? I can't stand it. You know what? I was pounding these streets when you were still slaving around Uranus. What about your case research project? Have you, uh... I'm working on it, sir. All right, we're going to start off with our cast, our regular cast members. Of course, we have Terry Trejas as Kathy Frankel. We have Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco. Ron Fazer as Captain Brian Grazer. Gary Graham as Detective Matt Sykes. Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Laura Woodland as Emily Francisco. Sean Six as Buck Francisco. Jenny Gago as Detective Beatrice Zepeda. Brian Markinson as Jason Webster. And... Herda War as Alana. And our guest cast is Pamela DePella as Shivan. Frida Fo Shin as Vivian Fairbanks. Elias E. Williams as Frank Norton. Susan Dole as Marina Del Rey. <laughs> Rick Snyder as Marvin Bigelow. Susan Graham Levine as Polly Wanacracker. That's funny. <laughs> Harriet Leader as Landlady. John Toey as Lawyer. Irene Forrest as Wacko Human. David Corinne as Cop. Jason Bear as Randy. David Fastino as Felix Navidad. You also know him in Married with Children. That's right. Uh, we have Riza Schiffman as Jill. Stephen Flynn as Caliban. And Carrie Keene as Jennifer. Have you seen this? What's the visa bill? I feel more like the national debt. Well, Susan, I work very hard. I don't think it's inappropriate for me to have a few minor... This isn't minor, George. You see something you want, you buy. And half the time, 
I mean, how often if you actually use that trampoline? Well, I was going to. Tonight. Oh, spare me. You know what it is, George? You've got PSM. No, 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 Susan. You mean PMS, and males don't have that. PSM. Post-slave mentality. You're constantly trying to make up for all those years when we had nothing. Johnny Cochran just did a whole week of shows on us. You just don't think I have as much right to buy things because you make more money than I do. I accept my financial responsibility as head of this household. I'm just concerned how your behavior is affecting Buck and Emily. When she had to have that synth, George. I don't want her starting off the new millennium with this attitude. Well, I didn't buy it for her. No, she used her own money. Mostly. All right, I folded. Uh Aha. And I shouldn't have. But I told her it was the absolute last time. I thought the iguana was. Well, this is the last time, George. What about Buck? Buck isn't like that. Well, he's overreacting the other way. He's so turned off by our materialism that he's headed for the priesthood. He's just studying at the shrine. I think it's good for him. Yeah, or maybe it's the latest in his string of confused antisocial behavior. First it was that street gang, then not fitting in at school. He's so brooding and troubled, George. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Um, Again, this is part one, so we split the episode somewhat in half. We're not really sure. We just (laughs) felt a commercial break come on, and we're like, oh, I think we'll stop here. Kind of winging it. (laughs) (laughs) So so far, what do you think of the episode? I like it because, um, as you made a reference earlier, it's more about Kenneth Johnson wrote it and... Yeah, and directed, directed it, it, and so it's it seems like a it's a little different than than normal what we're used yes. to. Yeah, I always know? like when the creator actually writes the show because it's his vision and it's his story right. and his idea, and so you get a much richer story. I think with with the actual not that the other writers were bad because some of the other writers no, wrote course, some of our favorite but it's episodes, just, but it's neat. But it is cool when he actually does the episode. Yeah, and I like the idea of the name Millennium. I mean, yes. I don't know where you were at in nineteen ninety nine going into two thousand. I don't remember. I do. <laughs> I was actually in Las Vegas in nineteen ninety nine going into two thousand. Well, there you go. But um, again. We'll get into it later, but the episode, it starts seeing how people, there was a mad panic and people oh, yeah. were nervous, yeah. and, and it's just neat how... Well, and what's funny is this was shot in 96. Right. So this so, is pre the panic. I mean, this is the pre-millennium. So Kenneth Johnson, yes. again, yes. had an had a vision. That's yes. why I think it's such a good, because yes. what you see and what we're about to talk about is I'm like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. exactly what happened. That really panic, happened. Yep. Hysteria. People were there was quitting suicide. their job. There were suicide. Mass, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. So, yeah. but but it's it's neat. Like you said, it was yeah. shot in '95 and out in '96. So yeah, that's four years before this even happened. Yep. So uh, actually, I, I I'm, I'm liking it so far. Cool. Well, let's go ahead and start with the uh, opening. As we look back from this final week of the 20th century, on the verge of the new millennium, surely the most amazing experience humanity shared was our first view of the huge Tintanese spacecraft. Making a forced landing in California's Mojave Desert seven years ago, it brought a quarter million beings, bred as slaves to labor in any environment. Stronger than human beings, with keener senses, these alien newcomers joined our society, including the LA Police Department. Welcomed by many, they have also faced much fear and prejudice from others. With no way to leave Earth, the Tintanese newcomers have become the latest immigrants to join the population of America. 
they changed it a little bit. They did. Yeah. Um, I noticed that right away. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, it's funny because Michael, he always looks at me when certain things happen. Just like, <laughs> did you catch it too? And I'm like, yeah. You know, because they added the little millennium part because yep. it is the end of the, the millennium or supposedly. I know 2001 technically is. But, yeah. And George makes that reference. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> but 1999 to 2000 seems like a bigger deal than 2000 to 2001. 2001. Right. Um, so, yeah. So they ha- they add that little tidbit. And there's actually other changes in there, too. Yeah. It's a little bit longer. I noticed. Yeah. There's like, you know, they mention about the cops and they mention about this and that. That wasn't in the previous. Right. Extended openings. Um, so that was really cool. Um, we're not going to really talk about this in order of, because it was pretty much just an overall. We're going to talk about pretty much overall the first half. Okay. Okay. So the main story is obviously close to my heart because it's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Don't start. It's one of my favorite episodes sorry. of the series. Sorry. <laughs> the Generations to Generations. No offense, every episode your favorite, so that's why I got a little. I know. That's why I got a giggle, guys, because he goes, and one of my favorite, right when he you said that. Know, was, yeah, you know yeah. that generation to generation is one of my all time favorites. Oh, oh, all time. We got a new word added. All time. It is. Two new words added to it. It's the one with the box. Yeah, I know, I know, but all time now. It is. You know, not yes. 15, 15 minutes to wander. I like that one. That's a, that's is that an all time? It's no. <laughs> That's your all-time. <laughs> it is. I like that one. That's right. I like Chain of Love. That's probably yeah. my all-time We're, we're well. jumping off subject. Yes. As right. we Sorry about do. that. This is Because um, I looked right when he said favorite. I'm like... <laughs> I had put my finger up. Yeah, so well, not to comment. <laughs> and he did late. anyways. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, it, it, it's a reference to that because it involves that box. The portal, what they call it. And I like how they do that. They give you yeah. flashbacks. Yes. They actually show... Because they show the... A scene of like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, he looked in the box, and my brother's like, "You're right." Yep, yep. You, you know, he's like quizzing me. And I, go, I knew that. I was so excited. You know, what's funny? I think Michael several times he made a comment, and then the actual character on the show made the same exact comment. Yeah, about it. Yeah, so he got cool. it obviously, and then he made the comment, and they make a comment. So it's, I was just excited because you got to remember, I have not seen these movies before. Yeah, this is all brand these new to him. All brand new to me. So when I see this for the very first time, and if you guys haven't, I recommend you should. Yeah, it's just very exciting for me to see something going. Oh, I remember yeah. that, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's just neat, you know, yeah. it's just very cool. So. Yeah. So that's what the, basically the story is. Um, come to find out that this box was stolen. They thought it was, it was lost in a fire, but you come to find out that the, uh, a, a woman uh, who's pretending to be like some high priestess stole it. Yep. Um, and she's using it to flim flam people cause she's kind of, she's, she's robbing she, them. <laughs> she, well, yeah, <laughs> she, it's, it's it turned into like a cult. She's right. she's promising them enlightenment and you know communing with their loved ones and the box can do that and it's doing it's a, it. it is doing it but but she's reaping some major profits and but these people are paying every it's like an addiction like Michael mentioned it's like a drug to them it's an addiction and they have to keep going back so they're selling their cars whatever they can pink slip to their house I mean they're really giving these people everything yeah, just to have those few rain. minutes yeah. of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, but along the way, the way the box works is that it, yes, it, it, it shows you your loved ones or it, it creates your environment around you, but you also bring your demons into it. So in the first scene, the guy is afraid of giant bugs. There's something else. Don't you feel it? I heard something. There are perils, yes. Just keep focused on reaching the summit. It's so beautiful. Oh, I can feel my father here. Look at the Caliban. It's awesome. Gorgeous. No, 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 no. I something. Oh my God! 
Jason. Oh my God. Jason. So of course what happens is he starts to panic and, and then, then all of a sudden a giant bug grabs him, grabs him and attacks him, you know. Um, another another scene is when they go back into that world. One of the guys is missing his wife. Margaret, Margaret, oh my God! What? I don't see anything. It's my daughter. No, Cindy. It is not safe here. But I do see her, oh Margaret. I see my daughter. What? No. I see Cindy. What my daughter. Cindy. I don't see anything. So he sees her, like off the this kind of ridge area, and it looked like a, like a volcano, like a volcano. Lava and stuff, yeah, weird. Yeah, like Mustafa and yes, in, uh, <laughs> in Star Wars. In Star Wars, yeah, <laughs> yes. Sorry, you got your one Star Wars reference in. Um, but he goes towards his wife, and he falls to his death. Um, and Michael mentioned something about you know, so they die in here, they die in real life, and it's more of a hologram, I think. So they're on top of a building. You know, and they're walking around this place, but it's just the building. That's all they're walking around on is the building. And that's why that okay, that makes sense. That's why yeah. they're guiding them because yeah, they so know that's why where they're, they're guiding them because they know exactly where they need uh, to go. I gotcha. So what happens is this poor man sees his wife, goes to her, and he steps off the physical building and falls to his death. And they said, "Oh, he's fine. He's in a higher level. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll get him later. They play it off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna peel him off the pavement. <laughs> what you're gonna do? Yeah. So. um so yeah, so we have that aspect of the storyline, and then we have the Francisco family and, and Buck. Buck, which a lot I, of Buck. I turned to Michael. Yes, and I was like, oh my god, this is finally a Buck episode because Buck was he was fairly substantial through the series. I mean, they even had like major storylines with him. But then in the TV movies, the last few, the well, two that have been out before this, there wasn't a, really a ton of Buck in it. No. He was more of a minor character. He hated the humans. He hated Matt. He was jealous of this. He was jealous of that. Uh, but there was really no substantial Buck presence. It's all because of Uncle Mudry. When he passed, that's when it happened. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I still miss him. This uh, Rest in peace, Uncle Mudry. This okay. TV movie... <laughs> this TV movie actually uh, featured Buck. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Not for good reasons, because he's still being, you know, the, what do they call him? The alien without a cause. Just like the rebel without cause, and like how they made the reference too. Um, um, Susan made a reference about Buck. You know, he was in a gang. So again, that's back yes. very yeah, beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah, he had troubles in school. Again, that's back. I like how they referenced. They still, the, the, even though these were TV, TV movies, they still stayed true to the series. The series. Oh yeah, which yeah. was cool. Which was really cool. Was and again, neat. I think that's because Kenneth Johnson wrote it. Again, so, back to the opening yes. statement. <laughs> he wrote the pilot. He wrote, you know, he, he knows probably, everything about yeah. this. Thing, so I so. think that's that's it, it's in part to him just being so knowledgeable of that world that he can write those little tidbits that go back. Yep. Um, and this episode, like like you said, this episode tends to go back a lot. Yeah. With the whole generation, and generation I love that episode, kind of stuff, man. And mentioning stuff that happened previously. That, that if you're a longtime fan, you get a little kick out of it. You're like, oh, I remember that. See, and I'm I'm a bit. I, I, well, they, that's what hooks me, even on t today's current TV shows. Yeah. When they bring a flashback or something, it's just neat. You're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I remember that. You know, and yeah. it's just like, it just it opens a part of your brain. Yeah. You're like, it's just really cool. It I is just very cool. I don't know if, if, if it's me or if it's anybody. No, no, no I But I, I enjoy that, yeah. man. And, and it was, and this is done, you got to remember, 96, yeah. you know, 95. 
And the original series came out in 89.90. I mean, this is just awesome stuff. Way ahead of its time, man. Very, very cool. I can't praise it enough. (laughs) Sorry. I'm all okay. Go back to Don't be sorry. It's a good thing. Back back to our thing. So, so, um, so yeah. So, Buck is still anti-humans. I don't belong on this planet. He has no purpose. Yes. He doesn't understand. Yeah. Why he's here. What's going on. He, He doesn't, he doesn't know where he fits in at Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. So, what happens is, is, of course, he gets involved with this cult. Well, first he's at a thing called the Shrine. Well, yeah, he's he, we initially saw that in Generation like Generation. Sanctu- yeah, it's a sanctuary, it's a sanctuary for, for the Tanktonese. Tanktonese people. Um, and it's uh, he's in this garden area and this elder is talking to him and he's very impatient. Buck, orange? Sure, thank you. Takes him a while to ripen, Buck. To eat them too soon is to invite disappointment. I know, I, I do want to learn your way, Alana. The right path. Well, patience is hard to master. It's the first step. It's just that... I don't know. Most of the time I feel like I don't belong on this planet. We make our own worlds. Cultivate patience. Particularly with our human sisters and brothers. A desire for enlightenment isn't confined to Tanktonese souls. I'll try I really want to get it. And you will. When you control your yearning, you'll be surprised to find yourself at the very center you're searching for. Have patience. He just, he just, he's, he, he wants all the answers now. No. He doesn't realize it's going to take time. And, you know, but he's young. I mean, that's part of being, growing up is learning to have patience. Yep. Um, which some people never get, but, you know. Um, so yeah, so he's there first, and then uh, this Jennifer, who's the priestess cult leader, sees him there, and says, "Oh, you know, live bait. I can suck him into. I got this guy. Yeah, right. So, you know, he's lost. I can, I can guide him. Feed on that, guys. So yeah, so she winds up befriending him, asking him to join in, um, and he does. And of course, she's like, "Oh, don't worry, no money for yes. you. Yeah, newcomers don't need to pay. They, not, not newcomers. newcomers any new new members, members don't need money. Don't need any. And it's so funny because it's so typical too. Because you know, we're not going to take anything from you. Oh yeah, it's it's a priestess it's, is the good person. She's like, we're not, we don't no this money is free. And then one of her colleagues comes over and says, "Well, I don't want." Jennifer doesn't want you to know that she's paying for this out of her own pocket. And and, this and that. You know, it's just so typical. (laughs) I just, it drove me nuts right away, man. I was like, yeah, it's such a typical, typical faction of anything you want to call it right. Yeah. Yeah, Type of scam thing. Yep. Yep. You know, oh, I, you know, yeah. Jennifer pays her out of her. It just yeah, and all of a sudden, like, oh, well, here and there, people start getting money, and that's when she says, and Buck's looking around. Yeah, he feels bad because he has no money. Yeah, and that's when she gives the line of, yeah, well, it's, it's okay, for, it's okay yeah. for the new new person. Yeah, Caliban, you wish to speak? Yes, I must draw the seeker's attention to the practical. Jennifer won't tell you how she's been paying for the location and the powering of the portal from her own dwindling. No, phone. Caliban, please, it's not someone important. must protect you from yourself, Jennifer. New contributions are necessary. Oh, oh yes. Except for those new seekers who have not yet experienced the portal, please, Caliban. Very well. Call my obtinate address for the location. Then all here present may join us to enter another world. We meet at dawn tomorrow. That was just funny. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's, it's cool. That was, but it, no, you you're right. Scumbags, oh, they really are. Yeah, they are scummy. But and they, you can say that, but it's funny because 
the one there's two there's three main bad people there's the priestess jennifer and then there's just two sidekicks the woman is still questioning. She knows what's She's wrong. Like, she, people are dying. This ain't right. This is not, yeah. She this thought is, it was just going to better their lives. Yeah, because they, they live in a slag town. Yeah, they, they want to get out of the and slums. And they want to get out of the slums. And I understand she does. that. Yes. Well, he does too. Yeah, but he's more like, he's more willing to it. do anything. Yeah, we can, to do you know. It. Yeah, and she's, she's like, not. This is wrong. She's right. like, I, we need to, you know, when we join, we thought we were going to help people. And they're not helping. And they are helping people. Yeah, because even the one. He's justifying it. He's like, we do help them. Yes. You know, yes. and, and and they and again, I, I take it back because they they are scummy people, but they are providing a service. They are no, helping they are. him. But again, like we like you said, it, it's an addiction now. They got to come back because once yes, they're in the Francisco thing, and they're they're at the Francisco home, and um, you know, they're getting ready to have dinner, and Buck comes in. He's all he was all like I said moody before and angry. Oh yeah, now he's jumping in. He's all Total cheery. Opposite. Hello, My family. family. Yeah. I love hugging them with their fist to the head, and you know, and and George is like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 what's going on? Yeah. Hey, family of mine. Sorry, but Alana kept us late at the shrine. Let me wash up. I'll be right there. Family of mine. Oh, fuck. See, I haven't gone completely human. Yeah, Dad, it looks good. You know, but ties are okay, too, when you need them. Well, look, I know you're not much on trampolines, but what do you say you and I go off and play a little Bolorf together? You know, build up our elbows a little bit. Oh, no, Dad. I gotta study for the shrine. But soon, huh? All right. Everything all right, Buck? Oh, yeah, Dad. It's tremendous. Well, you seem much more... I am. I am. Everything's good. Everything's good. Because of the shrine? I mean, it makes me feel so, I don't know, centered, centered. So you could tell that it made a very big impression or impact on him. Yes. And now, and this is where it goes back to being an addictive thing, because he's got to go back now. Yeah. You know, you have a taste of it. Now it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I need more. I yep. need more of anything. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm a... Like, no, it's true. I mean, can you imagine you lose your child or your parents and then you'll be able to see them again and talk with them again? Oh, you'd do anything... You'd, and you would do anything and to that, do it over and over and over again. Cut, yeah. yeah. You'd sell your house. You'd do whatever yeah. you could. Exactly. And that's what these people are doing. So, so, like I said, these three bad people, they're all varying degrees. Jennifer is evil. She is just... She's taking advantage. She knows what she's doing. She's pretending. Right. The guy... He wants to get out of the slums. He's willing to do anything for it, even death. Rue. The woman wants to get out of the slums, but she has a conscience. And she's like, I'm willing to do stuff, but we're this, going too far. Right. This is too much. I want to help people. People are dying. This isn't helping them. Right. So it's it's cool to see three different versions of pretty much the same type of person. Right. You know? So I find that very interesting that, that it's not just pure evil. No, that's a good point. Hate. You're right. You know, it's we're seeing variations on it. I, no, you're right, absolutely right. So yeah. it's it, it, as of right now to go back to your opening statement. Good episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 solid episode. Yeah. Right so um, that's pretty much where we left off. Well, then we have the oh. little story of Emily. Oh, that's right, Emily and the human boy. You know, Emily. And it's and so her. funny because my brother. Um, Emily was with this girl, and it's Molly. And because yeah. I, I asked my brother, how old is she now? Because she looks a lot older now. Yeah, I think she's seventeen, uh, according to the commentary. I don't know if Emily's seventeen or Laura Woodland is seventeen in it. But 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 there is a boy. Yes, there is a boy. car, and he's dressed. And they wear again. The Tekkenese people wear like <laughs> very, hammer, very very no, it, it, bright colors. It more reminds me in, like like authentic African wear. 
It's very colorful. There you go. Yeah, like very, Jamaican sometimes. Yeah, it's very orange and greens and very blues bright. and purples and you name yeah, it. Yeah, very bright, bright colors. And it's, that's what the Tank Denise culture culture is kind of like as and well. And so this boy is in a car and he has the Tank Denise and, and Emily's friend Molly's telling her, hey... Uh, yeah, he's tanked-o. He's tanked-o. And I'm like, very what tank-do. the hell It's a new term, tanked like, Yeah, that's like the hip teenager thing, tanked I go, way to go there, <laughs> yeah, Mr. To, I Know to, Everything. To dress, to dress up like a tank knees. You're tanked You're tanked <laughs> You're tanked out. I want to be a tanked <laughs> So, So, so yeah, so, the, so there's that. Yeah, you're right. There's another sub-story there. there with her interested, and this boy uh, uh, has a band. So she has to get a keyboard synthesizer because she wants to join his band. Um, and so she's, you know, and there's another sub story with the whole Francisco family with George spending way too much money. Yeah. Where they said it was, he goes, you're thinking PMS and she's yeah. saying, well, she says PSS, PS, PS, PSM, PSM. And he's like, no, no you're you, saying PMS, PMS and, and I like, don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 it's PSM. It's post slave mentality, which means they're. Slaves are just they're they couldn't get all this stuff. They couldn't do before, anything, right? And now they're just going overboard, buying whatever, everything. Because you know, George has like a golf ball washer and a trampoline and things they don't need, things that they'll never use. And Emily's going down that path. Yes, Emily is seeing it, and she's actually pointing it out. Well, Dad has this, and Dad has that. We never yeah, use that. And you got Susan's enabler. Well, no, because... Susan. Yes, and they're both at fault. Yeah, and they right. both agree. And they know that. They they, they, yes. and, but still, they're doing it. Yes, and so... they both say that they're at fault. So it's kind of nice. And I I was called a synthesizer. They're calling it a synth. I go, what the heck's a synth? <laughs> it's a synthesizer. It's a yeah, short come version. on, man. I'm synth. like, come on. They're that tanto is that the hip tanto <laughs> word? A synth. So, um, so we have this scene where Buck comes in, and the actual human knows a little bit of Tankinese and says hello to Buck and Tankinese. Cool, really cool, Em. Yeah, Em, really cool. Buck, right? Juan Pinvats. If desperate. Must be having a bad day for a change. Hey, I've got an older sister who always acts like a jerk. Whoa, 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 wait. I'm just learning. Maybe you could teach me. I'd like that. Which, uh, which is, I think it's cool because... I think if Alien Race did land here, wouldn't you... You would try to learn their language. Oh, Absolutely. You know, so you could speak with them, if especially if you're into them and like the whole culture. And so I thought it was cool because you know, why should the Tankinese have to conform to Earth? Mm. I mean, yes, they mm. should because the majority people. Mm. Yes, but I'm just saying it's it's nice to see other there. There are humans out there willing to try and income like Matt, Matt and Kathy's relationship, which we see here too, which is another. Sub story. So, in other words, there's not one. There's like fourteen. <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah, as we're, as <laughs> we're talking here, ones though. Yeah, yeah, they're very minor. Right. But, that's, but with the whole, uh, you know, uh, Emily and this this new human guy that she likes. You know, we haven't seen a lot of the storyline yet. We just know that she got the synthesizer. He saw it. Um, he's into it, and he asked her to join his his band and buck was not impressed that he spoke tech yeah buck was not a happy man no because he's already despiteful anyway so he's like oh really you like my this is before his enlightenment oh yeah yeah exactly loved everybody before (laughs) he's seen the light yeah so um so yeah so we have that storyline so that's going to continue and we have you know and we have the another storyline with um, with, we started five days before the millennium and you're in the police station and it's 
Oh yeah, slower. Yeah, slower. yeah. And because I made a comment, my brother he goes, as you notice, he goes, Mike, there's more and more people in it as it gets closer. And it's a little bit crazier. People. And I'm thinking, I go, you know, it's funny because the scene prior, yeah, there was gypsies, and I go, what the? Yeah, heck? there's all kinds of walks of life in there. Now. Yeah, yeah. So, so every time they go back, which is every other scene or so, they go back to the precinct. It's getting a little bit crazier, a little bit crazier, because we're getting a few closer days closer and closer, and closer to the yeah. millennium. So of course things are going a little bit crazier. Um, which is kind of a nice little touch of the added it's very in there cool. as well. Um, yeah, and then the, like I said, there was a Matt and Kathy scene, and it's just a, it's just showing that they're still together. They're still loving. They're still kissing and humming. Strong. They're, yeah, they're going strong, which is kind of nice. So it's not a huge Kathy Matt story for this particular one because Body and Soul was huge for them. Yeah. So this next one is more about the Francisco family and Buck and stuff like that. So um, where's Baby Vesna? She's in the pod. I didn't see it. Well, they moved it. <laughs> They can't have it hanging in the middle of the living room. I want to see the pot. <laughs> Come on. So, um, yeah. So, so that's that's it so far for this uh, episode. Um, I did like your comment though about the video camera that Matt broke. Oh yeah, because they got a bill. They got a bill, and they said it was sixty thousand dollars. And I'm like, that is not a sixty thousand. That's like a VHS camcorder. Kenzo, I can get it for two fifty. That's cheap. <laughs> yes. So I, I did. I'm like, ah, yeah, fact finder. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Should be. And oh, and another thing that I pointed out that uh, I noticed on Emily with, uh, it's like halfway through the episode, she all of a sudden sporting an earring. That's right. She didn't have an ear, but it's on the little nub it's, yeah, that it's she like had, and she only has the one. Right. Yeah, the one on the left side. So um, I don't know when she got it. That they never really never mentioned. It's never it mentioned at all. It's just one scene she doesn't have it. Next, next scene she day. has it, and from here on out it's she there. has it. Right. So um, maybe she went to more with human to the mall or something. Yeah, and yeah, just a little bit more human, right? To pierce ears. But again, like you've talked about that with Emily, she's that's all she knows is this planet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, even that's why I, I think it'd be more difficult for her because that's all she knows is us. Yeah. You know, and it's hard for her to I think even to relate with Buck. Because oh, yeah. even she told Buck, you know, like, you know, come on, you know. Yeah, but Buck, all, all Buck knows is the ship. Right, but... but he was it, born on the ship. Yeah, but you remember the influence from Mudry and, I mean... Just no, the, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's he, more into the culture. Right. Like, our history. And he, because remember, even Emily's talking about getting money for Christmas, and he's all, we shouldn't even be celebrating. She goes, well, then you don't need the money holiday. to Buck, but Buck's like, oh, yeah, well, I have things I'm going to I'm going to use that. it, yeah, for so Tank Denise reasons. Like, uh, no, you're right. You know you're what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways... um. Yeah, I think a very good part one so far. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to finish watching it. And yep. then we'll come back and record uh, the second half for episode two, which will be out one month from today. Or from Ooh. this but, episode. But we're going to know it first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, switch on the two. Hey, good evening to you, too. Oh, hi, sweetie. Mm. We save this. A new show just started. My brother, the alien. Oh, I don't know. It seems like they're just promoting racial stereotypes again. Oh, no, no, no. That guy, Felix Navidad, is funny. Remember, we saw him on Letterman. Serious retro. <laughs> of course the name Ruby Pagonia means something to me. And she's my mother. She still lives on Tankton. I just flew in from Tankton. And boy, are my arms tired. I had a very small hotel room while I was there. I had a very small hotel room while I was there. How small was it? It was so small, I stuck the key in the door. I broke the window. The remainder of My Brother the Alien will not be seen because our instant national Nielsen ratings indicate low viewer interest. Stay tuned for the Fox Network News Team and a special look back at the incredible events of the 20th century and the last thousand years with Fox senior news anchors George Stephanopoulos and Tori Spelling. All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. This time I scoured the internet and I actually found quite a few. 
So um, first one is, this movie takes place during the week of December 27th, 1999 through January 1st, 2000. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I think this is probably really the only time we actually have a physical real date of when things are happening. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? I think you're right. <laughs> yep. All right. For the next one, we have Captain Brian Grazer's first name has been spelled three different ways during the run of the series. And here we go. Every time, ask, let me talk to you about this real quick. My brother, every time we say his name, I always say Byron. Yes. And I'll tell you why, because here's how they spell them the three different ways. You have B-R-I-A-N. Which is typical Brian. Brian, right. Yeah. B-R-Y-A-N, which is okay. Another, yeah, the decent one. And here's where I get confused, because this is the one I see all the time. It's B-R-Y-O-N, and I always want to say Byron, you know, yeah. B-Y-O. But it, you know, do, you, do you understand where my frustration comes from? <laughs> But he edits that out. But it's not. It's not in our heads. Right. We we couldn't figure out why. And I've noticed on you check out like IMDb. You check out Wiki. They all spell Brian differently. Right. See? And on his nameplate, it's been spelled differently. It's not just so. Me. No, it's not just you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm good. Here we go. Uh, next one is there are several references to the previous episode of Generation to Generation, which we mentioned in our uh, main topic, which I think is really cool. It's very very cool. Uh, the next one we have the Technese language was created by Kenneth Johnson's daughter Julie. That was cool. Isn't that neat? I mean, what? What? And I found I found out that Dad, I want to do. (laughs) I mean, how does that work? I don't know. That's a good question. (laughs) The only reason I know this is because I was listening to the commentary, which Millennium is incredible because it does have a a commentary of Kenneth Johnson and his daughter, not Julie, but his another daughter of his. and he mentioned that his daughter created the Tankinese language. That's too cool. So I was like, oh, i got to pass that on. Uh, and our final one is the Francisco House is located in Lakeview Terrace, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. Uh, the both exterior and interior are actually from the same house. And they actually shoot in the actual house. Uh, like I was telling Michael earlier, was that it's crazy is that most of these TV movies are shot on location. I always thought the house was a stationary, you know, Outside, some they just shot somebody's house, and then a, and then and it's a set, right? Inside, and it's not; it's the actual physical home of the one that we see on the screen. And here's being... and this is my gift to you guys. My brother's like, "What are you going to do?" <laughs> I'm actually going to go find that house for us, <laughs> and I'm going to take a picture in front of it. Yes, we'll find. I'm going to find it. My brother and I will go out there. And we'll take a picture in front of it. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure we can find it somewhere online. And it can, if we can get get even crazier, we're going to put up our logo or even have alien heads. That would be the coolest thing. <laughs> but I guarantee you, before this is over, we will have a picture in front of that house. All that's right. My ne- that's my mission. Challenge accepted. Perfect. <laughs> Alana, I'm Detective Francisco. Oh, Buck's father. Of course. <laughs> English guys, you reported a theft? Yes, you recall, we had a fire two months ago. Arson. Half the shrine was burned. Purists were suspected. So far, no leads. I remember. Didn't somebody die? Yes. Vincent van Gogh, an elder. So it was a murder charge? Yes. And now there are... Rumors that our portal, which we believed lost in the fire, was actually stolen. Who had access to the portal? Oh, only our most advanced students could use the portal under careful supervision as an aid to enlightenment. But anyone could have stolen it. Well, I know that Buck was anxious to reach that advanced level and uh, use the portal, but is that what you meant by his impatience? Buck is still quite uncertain of his place in this world. 
He's struggling to find his center. The young often have difficulty with the slow journey to enlightenment. <laughs> My own daughter is like Buck, eager to use the portal. Buck was greatly disappointed that it was lost in the fire before he could graduate to it. But now we've heard it's in the hands of an underground cult. Sacrilege. Oh, it's worse. Anyone seeking a quick path to enlightenment is in grave danger. Yeah, we saw a few extra crispy corpses three years ago. Properly used, the portal gives a glorious, mind-expanding experience. But seekers must be carefully schooled first, because there's a, there's a powerful dark side. Sounds like a hallucinogen. Well, there are similarities. It generates an energy field that creates a virtual world around the group of users. But the subconscious of each person makes the experience slightly different for each of them. So you bring your own angels or demons? Yes. That's why proper guidance is essential. The mental stability of each user is critical. Like LSD, the baggage you bring affects your trip. Bad vibes equal bad trip. Potentially very bad. So here's uh, a few names we found in this episode. Yes, uh, let's start with Felix Navidad. Uh, to play on the word Feliz Navidad, which is Spanish phrase meaning happy uh, nativity, and it's often used in replacement of Merry Christmas. It's also a Christmas song written by Jose Felizano in 1970. You know what's funny about that, though, Ken, is... Uh, I believe a radio station went off the air mm-hmm. right, for like three days, and that's all they played was that song. Feliz Navidad? And Loop. <laughs> it was a crazy scene. You can, like, you'll listen to it, right? You're like, okay, you'll go to a different radio station. Three hours later, Feliz Navidad. I go, yeah. what the heck? <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever. That's funny. And our next one we got is uh, Marina Del Rey. Located in the city of Los Angeles, this marina is one of the largest man-made small boat harbors in the U.S. It has 19 marinas and a total capacity of 5,300 boats. Very, very cool. That is cool. I've been there. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one we have is Vincent Van Gogh. And hopefully I don't need to tell you who Vincent Van Gogh is. He's a famous painter um, from many, many years ago who uh, committed suicide, unfortunately. He was not a happy painter. Uh, became very successful once he had killed himself, unfortunately. So he never lived to see his fame. But uh, Starry Night is probably his most famous painting. Um, but that's it for uh, fun newcomer names in this episode. Very cool. And welcome all. The mind's eye. Infinite. Unlimited. Once it is truly open. A new consciousness. The road to enlightenment and peace is alluring, isn't it? Yes! But filled with false paths. So many have sought incorrectly. Like the old phrase, they've been there, done that. (laughs) The path I offer is refreshing and simple. It's available to all of us, not just a few venerable elders who've monopolized it for their own personal journeys. While I respect them, they have been too conservative. When the portal found its way into my hands, I realized it was destiny at work, for the powers of the portal should be used by all of us who want emotional fulfillment and spiritual enlightenment now. We must be careful, however, to admit among us only true seekers. We must guard our community's integrity. Any who betrays the confidence will not be allowed to rejoin us. It's appropriate that we gather in an abandoned terminal 
Some of you have already begun your journeys within the portal. You've tasted its magic, seen remarkable new vistas, communed with lost loved ones. Isn't the portal splendid? Doesn't it fill you with new hope? Yes. But it can also be dangerous. You must clear yourself of fear and desire. Evaporate your demons in the sunlight. For when used properly, the portal will open the mind's eye. Infinite. Unlimited. Once it is truly opened, a new consciousness. You can find this all over the internet. You can find this on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash alienationpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at AlienationCast. You can follow me personally at MasterJedi1975. Or you can follow me personally at GeekyFanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime. And we always love getting reviews on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in Alienation Podcast, and we would love if you'd give us a five-star review. You can download the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com. We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so I think both of us really enjoyed part one of this TV movie millennium. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think we both really, it was a good part one, and we both can't wait for part two. So that's going to do it for this episode. But before we go, always remember, patience is the key to everything. That is so true. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Caliban. Bigelow is history. Don't worry. Jennifer saw police at the shrine. Oh. Will you listen to me? No, you listen. Do you want to keep living in this slagtown hovel? Do you? No. This is not what we set out to do. You said we were going to help people. But we are giving them what they want. You saw their faces. We are making so much money. Vincent died in that fire that you started in Al Bigelow. We are responsible, Calvin. What do you think, that the the police are going to just stop? We're in trouble and it's only getting worse. Calm yourself, Marina. Ah, there's no substitute for quality. And finally being able to afford it. I'm sorry about Mr. Bigelow, but we stand to realize a huge profit. And to help a lot of people. Not if we're in jail. I've done some research. There's a simple way to cover our tracks completely. Just bring me this woman. Everything will be fine. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Emmy. And we, we are, are the Slayerettes. The Slayerettes is a retrospective podcast and one of the greatest shows of all time. Buffy, Buffy the, the Vampire, Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Basically, we go through every episode and discuss it. What we loved, what we hated, and the things that make us think. 
there will be spoilers. I tend to go into the deeper stuff. And I tend to get stuck on stuff like Joyce's hair and Bucky's jacket. And we invite you to join in on the conversation. You can find our podcast on iTunes as well as our website, www.slayerettes.com. And if you're a social media lover, you can find us on Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter as well. So if you're a fan of Buffy and you're looking for other Buffy fans... Or if you're just looking for a handy companion for your next rewatch... Then look no further. Because we are the Slayerettes. Rewatching and discussing TV's finest moments. We hope you join us. Hello, I'm Albie. And I'm Heather. And we do the Quantum Leap Podcast. It can be found at quantumleappodcast.com and also on iTunes. We are starting at the beginning of Quantum Leap and going through all the episodes. This is my first time watching, and Albie has seen them during their original run. In each podcast, we talk about the overall thoughts of each episode. We do an episode recap if you haven't seen them in a while, just to refresh your memory. And then we do a detailed plot discussion. And we also have some great interviews. Scott Bakula, I remember being very, very uh, generous of spirit and very, very kind to his fellow actors. It was my first kiss ever, ever. So I, I am getting to kiss Scott Bakula on screen. And everybody in, involved with it was just terrific. And I'm always amazed that people come up to me and remember that episode and can quote things from it that I can't even quote. So if you're a leaper, it'd be great if you came and joined us. And if you've never heard of Quantum Leap, it's maybe a good time to start watching it because you have a podcast to go along with it. So please give our podcast a listen and hopefully you like us and stick around go to quantumleappodcast.com to listen to new episodes alien nation the newcomers podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives works 3.0 united states license all rights reserved hello and welcome to another episode of the alien nation podcast no that's no, not right newcomer podcast that's right Captain Byron Grazer, Brian. God, I always say Byron. I know, because that's time. how it's kind of spelt, but it's All right. Yeah. Gary. <laughs> Captain. Bri- God, here we go. I'm gonna, that's going to be watched.